podcaster. I hardly know her. Am I right? Meet Megan Bryant. She's an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids, a comedian, a super energetic improv trainer, and an award-winning author. Megan is passionate about creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. This podcast dives into all sorts of topics that tackle personal growth, professional strategies, and sharing positive messages to build up the communities around us. Each of us can make an impact. So keep in mind that you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Thank you for tuning in. This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. And here's your host, Megan Bryant. This episode uh, includes some thoughts I have around growth, personal growth and all of its glory, and getting back to my roots. And I'm not talking about getting back to my natural blonde roots after a hiatus a few years ago into the world of browns and purples and reds that were indicative of my early onset midlife crisis. No, that story of uh, growth and roots could be an entire episode all on its own. Uh, This is a recount of a recent presentation I did in the realm of roots and all of that uh, deliciousness of Um, who we are at our core, and so I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining me. Not too long ago, I was asked to present at an event that happens each month where I live. It's in Boise, Idaho. It's actually a, a big global organization called Creative Mornings, and I was really excited to be asked to present on the theme of roots, and I of course, thought initially, okay, what? let's talk about roots. But I want to put a creative spin on things. That's just my nature. Uh, oh man, there's going to be so many planty, naturey, root-related things in this episode. So just here we go. Embrace it, guys. Because uh, of course, naturally, roots signify some pretty obvious things. The roots that um, burrow deep into the ground of life and everything in nature. And of course, we can take that into our own world of knowing how we are rooted in our own experiences and our life and our objectives and the things that we're passionate about. They are all hopefully rooted in something. And so bringing the awareness to that is was fun. It was fun, and I presented um, a few different angles on that, and I felt like it was worth capturing here for a podcast episode because um, a lot of times when I do speaking engagements or performances, they're, they're isolated to just that one experience, which can be very special. Certainly for me, it's a really... Um, special kind of a sacred space of connecting with individuals in um, sometimes small groups, sometimes big events. Um, I get to do all sorts of things in my work, which is really, really, really exciting for me. Uh, This one, though, has continued to really be on my mind since the presentation several weeks ago. And um, it was really stepping into who I am, who I want to be. Like it was held and hosted in a professional environment through the Idaho Women's Business Center, who I do work for as well. And being able to blend um, all the different parts of my life into one event is thrilling for me. Um, and so I started, of course, in a natural space of, of roots. And 
and what, where, where are our beliefs rooted? Where, how do things even grow? Um, just some of those really basic kind of initial thoughts around roots. And of course it brought to mind, um, literal plants. And I love nature. I love, um, watching things grow, helping to nurture things. I love to have fresh flowers on my desk. It just brightens my day. Um, I love the smells, uh, in all of their variety that happen, um, in the whole world around us. So, um, it made me think about a chapter that I'd written in my book, um, my book that I wrote a few years ago called Not My Plan, sucking it in until I had to push it out. Um, and truly when I wrote this book, it was, um, if you don't know, it was the, um, rooted in the desire to share a story of the positive experience of adoption in my life, because I recognize it's not always, a a really positive experience for people. And I felt very compelled to share the story. What I thought was really just going to be all about this adoptive journey that I had been on. And it became so much more than that. And, and not even from my own, I couldn't have, I couldn't have predicted it. I really just isolated, um, the experience at the time, um, to just become, free flowing with my subconscious and just poured things out into, um, into words. And then when I went back and read some of the stories to go, Whoa, Oh, it was so true and powerful. And to kind of read back what turned out to be how I even got into comedy, how I, um, perceive a lot of things in the world, what some of my religious influences have been and how those have affected my life. Um, certain decisions that I made in my life that were not truly in line with what I felt was the, it was, um, with who I am. And I think we all are probably guilty of that at some point in time or other where we allow other other people or organizations or influences or expectations to form us into um, a different version of our truest self, which I don't always love. So in reading back some of my own words and really feeling um, very blessed at the experience of allowing myself the safe space and freedom to just dialogue with whatever was inside me and letting go of what the outcome needed to be, um, because it really became a lot more. And so there's a chapter in here that I refer back to, um, an experience of having a garden. And so I'm going to read part of that chapter. Um, and if you ever do want to read my book, um, it's available on Amazon and audible, um, narrated by yours truly. And this whole chapter is actually, uh, tied into my personal experience with going to planned parenthood when I was going through an unplanned pregnancy, uh, as a teenager. And, um, and so it was interesting to see the way that this merged together, but this part is just to recollect, uh, the beauty of growth and life. And, and I painted it in the picture of a garden, so this is chapter four of my book that is titled Planned Parenthood um, and, and just uh, kicks off like this. Last summer, we planted a garden. Well, more like a yarden because our house sits on a very tiny lot. So the entire space of our little backyard was taken over by garden. What an incredible experience it was from the packets of seeds to fruits and vegetables that we would step right outside and harvest each day throughout the season. 
I helped push the seeds into little starter dirt pods. As I poured out the packet of watermelon seeds into my hand, I was astounded to think that tiny little black oblong fleck was going to sprout a tiny bit each day and become a heavy seven or eight pound juicy melon. Can anyone deny that would happen provided it was nurtured and cultivated with water and sunlight? I didn't doubt for a moment what the potential of that little singular seed, uh, the life of that singular seed. Life in every form is mind boggling to me. And I could feel that all of the potential was sitting right in my sweaty palm. Watching the garden grow and thrive was a deeply poignant experience for me. I quietly weaved around the plants every few days, examining their intricate details and running my fingers along the multitudes of textures. The prickly, hair-thin pines of the vines of the zucchini plant, the thick, braided ribbing of the corn husks, complemented by the wispy cluster of silk strands that pour out the top of each ear. The broad, hardy leaves of the pumpkin plants stretched open like a net to absorb the sun rays and siphon the morning dew down into its stem, funneling the delicate drops of water into the vine to feed the thirsty gourds. The aroma of a growing garden is fresh and invigorating, especially after a brief, heavy summer downpour. The plants wilt slightly under pressure, but quickly regain integrity and eagerly await the sunlight. Checking in at different times of the day, I observed the leaves steadily following the sun diligently, instinctively, from east to west, before closing up and resting for the night. Growing a garden in my own backyard, spending time with my family working outside, and savoring the flavors of harvest was inspiring. Life in all capacities will thrive unless it is interrupted, intentionally or otherwise. Even more encouraging is that life can and will flourish on its own because that's nature's way. This is a fact you simply can't deny. In that, sec that section of um, the story recounting the garden experience, it's really so, so metaphoric. And if you know me at all yet, you know I love me a good metaphor. Um, because when I would walk through the garden and I would look at these things, like sometimes the seeds would look really similar. You know, they're just these little flecks of, of substance. And yet they would grow into totally different items like and none of them are competing with each other a corn a corn stalk i don't think unless they maybe have a soul inside that's like oh i wish oh i wish i had been destined to be a pumpkin or those dang zucchinis they've really got their life figured out like they all just grow the way they're supposed to and they're um Oh, it's just so fascinating to me and maybe it's because I don't know if it's because I'm a very simple or easy to please human or because there's some additional depth there that I'm a little over the top about it. Uh, it's just so true though for each individual person. Like I really truly love that my perspective on something like a garden helps me to look at other people as whatever they are rooted in, whatever their life is that the soil that they were planted in and they grew into whoever they are in this moment. They are who they are supposed to be, at least at the core. And then the ability for us to learn from experiences and change and evolve and enhance who we, who we really can ultimately become 
is like leveling it up. Like we don't have to just look at ourselves and say, well, I'm never going to be anything more than a pumpkin. Like a pumpkin who really steps into himself can become a jack-o'-lantern and he can, well, maybe that's an outside influence. It is an outside influence, whatever. You guys are verbally processing as we go here. So allow me the grace, if you will, to um, pivot my opinion even as I speak. But a pumpkin can become a lot of different things. It can be a decoration on a porch lit up by a little flickering candle inside with all sorts of funny faces or it could be painted instead. It could have, uh, it could be turned into a delicious pie and cookies and things that we can eat. It has so much potential just beyond the simple fact of being a pumpkin. Um, and so I think that that's really a simple perspective that we can think about for ourselves. So I talked about roots, of course, in that, that natural um, kind of earthy state and merged that into like, we really should take time to think about what, what is important to us. Like what really does help us to feel like we're having growth individually. And if we feel like something is inhibiting our growth and our potential, like let's address it. Is it something that is our own doing? Did we make a stupid decision that needs to be remedied? Um, or is there some outside influence that has affected us? Is it something that we can step away from or learn from? Uh, they're just there's infinite potential for what we can learn from if we allow it and feel deep inside us like what is what feels the most true to us? What feels like the most natural, truthful Megan? And I really hone in on that um, as often as possible. If I feel like something might be a little bit out of alignment with what I'm passionate about in life, I take the time and initiative to address it. And sometimes it involves other people and quite often it involves just my willingness to keep unpacking things that have been challenging in my own life and to redirect myself towards the things that I'm the most passionate about. Um, another form of the word root is where I took a little spin there, R-O-U-T-E for like the root, the path that we take, um, root 66 is a really popular song. Where did that even come from? I don't, I don't even know, you guys. Uh, but like the the path we take, sometimes we can chart out a roadmap and think we know exactly how to get to a certain destination. And then what happens? Maybe there's a blown tire. Maybe we're off track because we had to take an extra pit stop to go to the bathroom. Maybe um, there's inclement weather that slows us down or blocks that road and we have to take a detour. That is so true for our uh, everything in life. There's no way, there's just no way that we can hand pick and know exactly the map that's going to get us to a destination that we think we want at this time. So much of the way that I exist and that I propel myself towards my goals and ambitions is that I visualize how I think I want to feel when something has been accomplished because I don't always know the path. And so sometimes, you know, for me, like as a performer, I don't always know exactly how to get to a certain point uh, or milestone in my life. I know that I want to feel the energy of being on big stages with the, that, um, that excited um, energy of the audience waiting with knowing how I want it to feel like stepping through the curtain and feeling the spotlight on my face and, and the energy that just exists in that, that 
space of where I know I want to share stories. I want to make people laugh. I want to be able to make people stop and think and sometimes cry a little bit. I love to just share stories and to, um, and that's my goal. That is my goal until the day I die is to share these stories and I can see it and I can feel it. I can close my eyes and picture these big audacious performance nights and, and I don't know, I will be honest, I don't know how to get there. A lot of times I don't know how to get there. I just keep making the steps towards putting my energy into things that are currently within my control, um, create some opportunities for performances, or just be open to the fact that the opportunities are there if I can let go of trying to control how I will get there. Because I do, just this week, I was offered uh, um, a gig that's for one organization and multiple conference sessions, and it actually happens to be totally in line with all things Megan. I get to be funny and motivational. I get to talk about my book. It is involving, actually, the specific dynamic of um, adoption and foster programs, and that is something that is very, very passion a very, very passionate part of my life. And I, I have wanted to work in that arena and I didn't know exactly how and truly letting myself just keep preparing so that I will be ready when the opportunity comes. Now that's where I'm at. So I handled a, a phone call as perfectly as I could have ever hoped for because my life experiences and my intentions on keeping towards that goal just stay laser, laser focused on what my heart and desire are. And then the right opportunities can present themselves. And so... That was an important thing for me to include that, that sometimes our directions need to change a little bit. We might try something or take a certain path for a while and go, ah, no, I don't like that. It's not the right match. Um, And then we can redirect. And that's not a terrible thing. Um, Even when I was younger, I really, really, really wanted to grow up and be a Disney princess. Like I watched Disney movies a lot and I really wanted to grow up and either be the voice of a cartoon or I wanted to move away um, and live in California and work for Disney and dress up as a Disney princess. That was like a top bucket item of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a Disney princess. And that didn't happen the way that I imagined as a kid. Got to take a drink of water there. And yet, Now I have a career patterned as such that I get to do fun speaking engagements and different types of performances and no one can stop me. So I wrote a parody song and I'm actually going to sing it for you right now. I wrote a parody song to one of my more recent favorites, which is the Disney song or the Disney movie Moana. Um, cause boy, if you haven't seen that, it's a good one. Even if you don't have kids, I highly encourage it because it's, just so poignant to um, following your heart and not necessarily understanding why and feeling the frustrations of maybe this isn't my destiny. Ah, you know, all these things. It's just such a good movie. But I rewrote some of the lyrics to do a parody song because I can be a Disney princess and sing, you know, my, my voice is, I can carry a tune. It's maybe not the most graceful, beautiful voice ever, but screw it. I love to sing. And so this is a little parody song I wrote, um, to the tune of how far I'll go from Moana to tell the little story of the journey that we have sometimes. So here we go. The up next musical number by yours truly. 
Ah, I love it. Okay, here we go. I've been staring at myself in the mirror Thought this path would be clearer Good Lord knows how hard I try On this quest to demonstrate perfection Life jolts gotta change direction Sometimes I break down and cry Every gig I book, every time I fail, every crazy look, I think, holy hell, what I thought was sure hit a big detour, and I'm losing speed. Set a goal, start to go, and it's feeling inspiring, but the unknown can slow my roll. Got my map, what the crap, another roadblock will find me. I've got to choose to keep working hard cause I've got everything to lose. I know everybody has their problems, oh so focused on their problems, I constantly compare to mine. If instead we focus on the awesome, think of all that could blossom, and baby don't you know it's time. We can charge ahead, we can help a friend Optimistically till the bitter end When that voice inside tries to say you're wrong Show resiliency Put, put your foot on the gas, don't look back, keep on driving Cause your heart knows the way to go If you careen, laugh and scream, grab the wheel, just keep driving you're in control And the joy you'll find at the finish line All the things you've endured, don't you see? It's refining And now you've learned Which way to turn Keep your eye on the prize, mesmerize That thing's blinding The bumpy road can lead to gold My gosh you guys <laughs> oh I probably just turned this up I love that my little world is a little sampler platter of goofiness but I just love music so much it drives home so many messages to my own soul when I listen to music it kind of just brings out the life that's inside me and um and it's a fun little whimsical way to tell stories and who knows you know Maybe someday I'll be able to be a Disney character on a cartoon. The sky is the freaking limit, yo. Uh, I just really like to know that the route of our lives, the route, whatever, the pronunciation to stick with the theme, it might have a lot of twists and turns, and yet um, the journey is still super, super cool and important. And um, I like to just try to stay in a mindset of like looking at the things that I can learn and recognizing those experiences and, and helping those form how I keep moving forward through life. And, um, so then the last phase of it is root, like 
root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Like root for people, root for your team, root for yourself. Like let's cheer ourselves on. Let's cheer on other people. We get to all win. We get to have successes. Someone else's success, like this is not, if you're at all into personal development, you've probably heard any variation, number of variations of, like someone else's success does not take away from your ability to succeed. And I just so fully believe it. I have absolutely, you know, in all transparency, there's been times that I've looked at what other people have and I'm like, dang it, when's it my turn to have that? And some, some, even as recently as this week, I will have those moments because I'm a freaking human where I go, oh, dang it. Someone, someone has an experience of what I think that I want. And the reality is that it's maybe not the right experience for me, or maybe my time hasn't come. Like there is no shortage of a need for entertainment and comedy and creativity. We constantly need that until the end of this planet's existence, which honestly, some days it'd be nice to just have it wrap up and see what's next because it's exhausting this life sometimes. Uh, Nevertheless, there's really no shortage. The timing for what might happen for me is really different from someone else's path and I don't get to have a say or nor should I waste any of my energy on anything other than celebrating those wins. So if I do catch myself feeling any type of like a jealousy or a resentment or feeling like, oh, why didn't I get to have that happen? Or what am I doing wrong in my path? And maybe I'm not good enough. If I am aware of those things, then I can very quickly change the energy by physically, sometimes physically saying the words out loud. That is amazing. Congratulations to them. They deserve it. I have no idea what work they put into it. I have no idea what other people's dreams are. I'm quite frankly, I'm so interested in making my own dreams come true that I don't I don't waste my time on that. And so recognizing those little moments and and choosing to cheer other people on because I know how good it feels when people cheer me on. And and as as challenging sometimes as life gets and um, I just know that I, I couldn't be where I am today without people supporting me and rooting for me and cheering me every step of the way and helping me to strategize when I need it. And some people who just have been um, my shoulders to lean on and my my legs really to walk with people who have really helped carry me through some very challenging experiences. and And so I recognize how vital it is to to have champions rooting for us. And I so desperately want to be that for other people so that they know that even when we trip and fall down and we feel like we're defeated, that something amazing is around the corner. And then and around the next corner, we might get our ass kicked again. Like it's a, kind of this never-ending cycle. And, um, and I just, I love the opportunity to be collaborative even if you're not necessarily um, working with a direct partner on something or um, or maybe you don't have a team that is working on a certain goal which I fantasize about having a, a team to help me execute some of these really big dreams and visions I have but even in this moment just um, 
there's so much strength in numbers and cal- um, collaboration and, and rallying. And so it's something that's really important to me um, to root for other people and to s- truly celebrate their successes and to know that there is an abundance available for everyone. There's enough room for all of us to win and I know that my time is coming for some of my very, very big ambitions. And I also recognize that there's been some amazing, um, just amazing experiences that I've gone through that were in the moment so difficult and dark and um, overwhelming. And, and I hated that uh, I, I was having to experience certain things. And yet... I do remember even in some of my biggest trials, I, I was aware enough to go, what am I going to, what am I going to be able to do with this? And I truly couldn't pinpoint it. Um, and at the time, but now looking back, like where I'm at now as an almost 39 year old single woman with a bunch of kids who I just cherish and I want them to grow into their individual awesomeness and to know that I love and support them fiercely in whatever their, um, whatever their goals are and whatever human they grow to become. I, I love them. And I'm so, so honored that I get to, um, be a part of that experience for them and just nurture them with love and, and respect and honor them in their, in their little budding journeys. Um, I just, there's so many things I've experienced that right now I'm like, oh my gosh, the world really is just wide open. And the, the like wild rides I've been on and all different types of jobs I've had and, and experiences that I've been on just for fun adventures and vacations and parts of the world I've gotten to see and so much I still want to see. Like all of these things have made me into, um, into me. They have given me the Meganness that I am and um, a couple of final thoughts I think on this what a friend of mine I just met with recently she and I were chatting the other day and she asked me if I believe that people can change and I actually hesitated on that for a minute because what I've been feeling in these past several years is not I didn't identify it as change. I felt like I was actually returning to who I am, who I was supposed to be. I thought, um, like if I were to show myself, my current present day Megan, to 17-year-old, super kooky, loud-mouthed, always goofy, kind of funky, clothing-wearing, hardworking Megan of of you know, when I just, I, back then I saw the world just was busting with potential and I loved being who I was. I loved that I could make people laugh. I loved that people, even when I was very young, would share their stories with me and they would open their hearts and share their fears and and they would vent, sometimes super angry. And like, I just, I loved who I was. And so when I would, if I could show her Megan today she'd be like yeah okay that looks about right what and then like wait what wasn't that a super easy path like what is what am I missing here because she wouldn't have known there's no way that she would have known the the twists and turns of life that was uh to unfold for her 
Um, and so I feel very much like I have had this return to who I'm supposed to be. And now equipped, though, with a ton of experiences that are very important to my life and to now what I can turn around and offer as a support and um, really just being patient and empathetic to people and their experiences because of everything that I've gone through. And, and I really love it. I love my life. And so to think whether or not I have changed, I think there are, there is, and this is something I'm probably going to need to podcast about. And maybe I'll bring that friend on, um, to talk about change because there's certainly change that needs to happen. Changing trajectory. If something is off changing bad habits, if we are doing something that could be harmful to ourselves or others, um, and so I'm, I love unpacking that and allowing uh, my own opinion to kind of keep defining some of those things because I feel more myself than ever before. And it feels very much like I have returned to the roots of what was initially planted when I entered this, this mortal experience. I feel very, very, very Megan. And like the times that I was out of alignment, those hiccups were when I was changing from what my true self was to conform to what I thought I should be, if that makes sense. So um, more, on, more on change later. Uh, but one of the things, I guess this is where I wanted to close, is there's another segment in my book that um, I swear uh, this is just, um, it's like a journal. So much has changed since I wrote this book a few years ago. It's just crazy. Uh, the, but themes, some of the themes, oh, see, I just said that so much has changed because there were things I had to physically shift in my life in order to return to Megan, uh, a change in marital status, a change in religious, uh, status, all, all sorts of things like that. Um, when I couldn't live my truest self in the situations that I was in for so many years. Um, so there's this little segment I, I think I would like to read to you now that goes like this. We don't always get to choose our battles, though sometimes our experience is a result of a choice we made at some point. Whether we choose them or not, our experience is our experiences are part of a master plan. There is a plan and purpose for each of us that is far greater than we can understand, and we won't be able to see how strong we are until we have made it through to the other side. Um, my first traumatic experience in life was an unplanned pregnancy. Well, I learned more that I've had some other things. You know, my biological father leaving when I was born was probably something, and I'm still unpacking that. That this is not in the book. This will that'll be a future podcast episode too, breaking free of the chains of codependency. So stay stay tuned. Uh, so uh, where was I? My first traumatic experience in life was an unplanned pregnancy. Maybe yours was an illness or a physical handicap. You might have had infertility issues, or you've suffered the loss of your own child. Maybe you've been abused or have been the abuser. Perhaps you are struggling with an addiction to drugs, alcohol, or Diet Coke. Maybe infidelity and or pornography. Or maybe you didn't take that job opportunity or pick a different major in college or tell that person, I love you, before it was too late. The truth is we are all going to have struggles. Some of us will feel like we can't catch a break and that the hits just keep coming. All of the what-ifs will drive you crazy if you let them. The part that really stinks is that when something really big, I mean really big, is happening in your life, that is your opportunity for the most growth. <sighs> so 
thank you for spending some time in my little podcast world. Um, I just love how this this experience, um, even just of podcasting, is um, like a way to just mark time and catalog things as I am working through my own life and continuing to <clears throat> add to my tool belt of experiences and to really open my eyes to just the beautiful potential that is all around us. And we have so much opportunity for individual growth. And I hope that that growth can always include a very um, committed uh a committed effort to be very true to ourselves, to listen to our gut, to know that it's not a bad thing to remove ourselves from a situation where it's not healthy um, or to find resolve in in making really big changes that might be really hard and maybe they're not going to be smooth and maybe some of the choices we still make are not going to be the right thing for us long term and yet we can continue to um, water ourselves with experiences that are going to help us understand crystal clear what really rocks our world and to invite more of that into our lives and to um, allow as much as we want to feel those feelings for ourselves, the validation and the value of who we are at our core, as much as we really want that, we have got to let ourselves give that to other people. And um, even if we're not in alignment with other people, we don't have to agree with people. We just don't. We have to stay true to ourselves, though, and and allow um, ourselves to respect the simple fact that other people are going to live differently than us, and we don't have to allow it to influence us in a negative way, but simply to help create boundaries um, for the way that we want to live, and we get to we get to be the ones in control of that. Um, so, all right, I guess I'm going to wrap there, um, and and just I wish you all um moments of growth and the the and more importantly the ability to recognize the growth that you've had and to not get hung up on the things that feel like missteps and things that maybe are regrets or things that would have would if that hadn't happened maybe we would have been better off like to not stay in that space for too long and to really recognize and appreciate that those things have helped us to become who we are today and to delight in that. And I just deeply wish for, for everyone to have an opportunity to feel very true to themselves and to know that who we are individually is just as perfect as we're supposed to be and that we get to keep growing and being the beautiful, um, the beautiful humans that we are, the individual uh, flowers and trees and, and bushes and, and all of the things that grow around us. We are as unique and amazing and um, destined for greatness in exactly who we are rooted to be. So thank you for your time. My gosh, I'm never going to know how to end these. And that's my new signature thing. So wishing you lots of love and growth and delight in who you are. Thanks for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. You can follow along with all of Megan's shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. I'm Sean Hancock with RecycledMindsComedy.com.